Hey guys, thanks for listening in on the Sport Profits Podcast, brought to you by Barcode Suppliers. Got week four NFL action. Got my boy Steven Livingston here. I'm Billy Narrett. I got Jacob Rickard. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. Feel good to be back in Orlando. Um, back from Tallahassee. All right, guys. Let's let's jump right in. Let's talk about Thursday night game. We had Chicago Bears, Lambeau Field. Uh, Jake, what was your opinion on that game? What'd you like about it? Well, I mean, definitely kind of got from the get go. The Packers tried kind of to control that game. Felt like they were up fourteen zero right away. Um, definitely not the eighty five Bears that we're used to there. Um, kind of defense, you know, kind of kind of get, hit, hit you, comes out and gets you. You know, they were just. They were definitely playing for something. The offense and the defense were on the same page, in my opinion. You know, the offense was running the ball in the third quarter. Um, you know, not really what I was looking for at all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, one specific statistic that um, sticks out to me is Mike Glennon throwing 33 times. One reason why um, Chicago was able to beat Pittsburgh last week is because Mike Glennon did not throw the ball. And if he did, he checked it down to a running back. Um, Jordan Howard, only 53 yards on the day. So they were able to make Glennon throw the ball. Um, and, I mean, you have perfect Rodgers, four touchdowns, couple mental mistakes by Chicago, easy win for Green Bay. Yeah, Packers struggled a little bit with injuries, though, throughout the game. Uh, Devontae Adams got hit pretty hard, got knocked out of the game. Ty Montgomery had a couple broken ribs. Uh, they lost two running backs, I believe, that night. Talking about that. Definitely felt D'Angelo the Williams might be getting a call. Yeah, you think yeah, they're so? Strugg- they're struggling with depth at running back right he's now, he's man. He's one of those guys sitting on the couch waiting for a call. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he does. Yeah, what do you think about uh, – you think they're getting rid of Glenn? you think they're giving Cap any call or anything like that? You I, think don't, they're I don't going think that? Cap's getting a nah. call this year. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I like that. The Bears are running a lot of three running back looks. They brought Cohen into the game a lot. They were running, uh, obviously, Howard a lot. And they also had uh, – I believe Williams was running a lot for them as well. I don't know if I like that. I think they got to focus on one guy. They got a good back there in Howard. And they just got to focus on him and let him run the rock. He's a good back there. Yeah, I agree with that. Needs and then we got we got uh, our boy Trubisky there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I I think they him. need to. Yeah, they gave away the world for that pick. I feel like they need to at least give him a shot. I think they got Glennon definitely, in here for a reason. First of all, though. Yeah. Um, they don't want to. They don't want to set up Trubisky for failure. Of course. Um, offensive line issues over there in Chicago. Um. They don't want him to be the next David Carr. I mean, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I don't even, I don't even know if I can name a Chicago receiver uh, besides maybe, like, Kevin White. I know they got my boy uh, Marcus Wheaton over there from Pittsburgh. Yeah, the, year, so. yeah. yeah. yeah the uh, Packers were struggling a little bit at offensive line, too. Uh, they had two of their guards out, but they, Lager, yeah. Yeah, they managed to protect Aaron Rodgers pretty well. Four touchdowns. It's pretty uh, impressive, although 140-something yards was a uh, – it was a bit weird for me. Yeah. All right, so, what do, you, what do you uh what do you guys think about these uh these lines next week? We got a New England hosting Carolina one o'clock game. They're favored by nine. Um, the bookies are projecting forty nine and a half total points on the game. What do you guys think about that game? It's hard uh, to bet against Tom, right? Um, I mean nine nine's a lot to cover. Nine's a lot to cover. Uh, at home, I agree. At home is. You're thinking you're you're thinking yourself. They got the best quarterback. Cam is one of those guys. He'll break your heart or he'll he'll make your day. Um, I I know fantasy owners can definitely test this. I, I like to hear Billy's take on this. Let's yeah, see. I mean he's been off to a super rocky start this year. Uh, 
I don't even think he's gotten double digits for me in my fantasy leagues. Um, I mean, that boy Christian McCaffrey had a really solid game last week. He had over 100 yeah. yards yeah. receiving. I like when they start getting him in the mix. A lot of it creates a good mismatch against linebackers in the slot and stuff like that. It's a pretty shifty little guy. A lot of guys are predicting a big game out of McCaffrey this week. I, I don't know. I don't. The, the, I mean, obviously the mastermind Bill Belichick. He always seems to focus on their their key players and make guys that aren't used to making big plays. He always makes them seem to make big plays. But I don't know. I just I think if you're taking Carolina with the points, it's not a bad play here. Um, I don't think they'll win this game, um, but I definitely think they can cover the nine points. Uh, I'm going to ask you uh, to agree to disagree with you there, Jake. A um, couple stats point out to me. Um, one thing, Carolina has not been great scoring the ball this season. They put up 23 points in their season opener versus San Francisco. Not a great defense. Then they play the Bills, a bit tougher defense, only scoring nine points. And then they play those terrible Saints, a bottom three defense, only scoring 13 um, however, New England, not sure what they are versus the spread this year, but they did fail to cover versus Houston, who has also struggled to score points. So um, I could see them come into those nine points. However, I do doubt they're going to cover the 50 points to go over the 49.5 for the total on the, yeah, uh, I, on the game. Yeah, I agree. I think that Houston game last week was kind of a good judgment. Gives you a little bit of confidence when it comes to placing a bet on this game. That Houston was able to hang in there with Tom Brady. I mean, can't really do anything when you got Tom Brady ball in hand two, inside of two minutes. You know, he's going to work his way downfield, no problem, get that game-winning touchdown. I believe they've already ruled Benjamin out for that game, too, if I'm not mistaken, right, for next week's, this upcoming week. Have they already ruled him out or no? I think he might be questionable. questionable. Yeah, he's game probably time. questionable heading, heading, heading into the All game. Right. Haven't got that fantasy update yet. Yeah. Uh, you guys know. And if he is ruled out, Christian McCaffrey owners for fantasy are probably going to be starting him no matter what, but that'll be a good idea. What we got next on the year? Next, we got, uh, we got Tennessee at Houston. Tennessee favored by uh, two and a half there. Steve, what do you think about that? I think that's another one of those uh, tough pick em games. Um, like we were just saying, Houston put up the points against New England last week. Um, Tennessee, I feel like they've been one of those inconsistent teams. Um, they had that first half versus Jacksonville, and then they, and they've um, kind of pulled it away there. And they played well against a struggling Seattle team um, just last week. Oh yeah, and I, I mean it's it is a divisional game, um, so you always get, you always do question those um, about how competitive those are because you know those teams are. Divi- uh, battling for a playoff spot, especially in a division like that, where you know you got the top two teams are probably uh, those two teams. Maybe maybe throwing Jacksonville in there, they have got off to a pretty good start. Um, but really, winning that division really gets you um, head in the right direction, especially if Tennessee can come out and get one on the road there in Houston. Um, I do know Mariota has looked, uh, you know, a little better than he has in his first uh, couple of years there. Uh, I do know they have a great old line. Uh, I think Murray has hurt a little bit, DeMarco Murray. Um, but I know Derrick Henry has run the ball as well this year. Um, I, I think I like to take Tennessee with the points there. Um, I know Watt, he hasn't been – I think he has zero sacks so far this year. Um, but, you know, they are obviously slanting coverages towards him probably on the O-line there. What do you think, Billy? What do you got? Yeah, I like – I mean, it's going to be a good matchup with that O-line and that uh, front seven that Houston has. Um, the uh, We got uh, Houston – 
you know, they got that phenomenal front seven, double teaming JJ Watt all the time, though. That gives yeah. other guys opportunities to get there and put some pressure on quarterbacks. But Marriott is a pretty versatile guy. He's able to use his feet, get some plays down the field. And uh, DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry are quite the uh, duo. They're actually able to, um, I think they're top three in rushing as a team, that, that combo right there for, in yeah. the NFL right now. I mean, they're pretty good, pretty solid backs. Steven? Um, yeah, um, I agree with all those points. Let's yeah, so to, uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely going – I'm pretty heavy on Tennessee as the favorite with two and a half. Um, I'm fairly confident that they'll be able to cover the spread on that one. All right, our, and then the next game that we have is going to be uh, Jacksonville at the Jets. Jacksonville favored by three points. It's a, that's a weird one for me. I'm not sure how I feel. Jacksonville's defense has looked pretty strong so far. Uh, it's hard to tell with the Jets. They kind of put a whooping on the Dolphins last week. Yeah. Yeah, what was it going into the season? Wouldn't, didn't Vegas have the Jets favored to be like one of the worst teams in the league's history? Mm-hmm. And then last week they came out. They looked pretty strong against a, a Miami team that I know was only their second game of the season, but... You know, it they they played a pretty complete game there, wasn't they? Like they did anything special. They, obviously, they were probably feeling a little pissed off, if I can say, after that uh, week before getting kind of uh, run out of stadium by the Raiders there. Um, but yeah, they, they they did what they needed to do to get that victory, which is what you like to see. Um, they're obviously not gonna have any business winning that division with you know Miami and uh, New England in there, but definitely um, going in the right direction. Um, sorry, but what would you say the point? What would you say the spread was there on that one? Spread is uh, three for Jacksonville. Three Jacksonville for Jacksonville. By three. I do like Jacksonville. They look solid last week, of course, against Baltimore. I think I'm going to take Jacksonville with the points there. Uh, I'm going to say something a little unorthodox for uh, Jacksonville here. I think they've got a championship. They've got a championship formula here. Um, they've got a good defense, a uh, good running game. I think McCaffrey's or um, sorry, Fournette's going to be a top running back here in the near future. But I think the Jets don't get enough credit. Um, they've got a really good secondary. I think McCown hasn't gotten enough credit. I think he's carrying the team fairly well. Um, but I think for this game here, um, it's going to be the running game that gets it done for Jacksonville this week. And I'll take Jacksonville with the points. Here. Yeah, I'm going to agree there. I'm taking Jacksonville on the minus three spread. Uh, next game that we're going to be moving into, we got San Francisco at Arizona. Arizona favored by uh, six and a half. Uh, you know, when it comes to that, San Francisco came off that Thursday night game. They had a lot more time to practice versus Arizona coming off that, I believe it was the Monday night game against Dallas. Uh, Steven, what do you like about that game? Um, tough game there. I mean, Brian Hoyer looked pretty good last week. Um, same with that running game. Only thing is they couldn't play any defense. On the flip side, um, Arizona just hasn't been able to find that formula lately. Looks like they're on the decline of the last couple years. Um, they still got those honey badgers back there in the, uh, in the defensive backfield. Um, Carson Palmer probably dwindling down to his last year or so. Um, I think they're on the brink here. They're either going to blow it up or try to patch it together for this last and final run. I feel bad for my boy Larry Fitzgerald out of Pittsburgh over there. Um, just trying to stay loyal to his team. but uh. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. Uh, you know, it always sucks to lose your star running back, David Johnson, first game of the season. I think he's a big part of that offense. Um, Larry Fitzgerald had a really good game last week. I think he had 13 receptions for well over 100 yards. Um, secondary looked kind of weak against Dallas. 
Des Bryant was able to put up six on them. Uh, I think it's going to come down to uh, being able to stop Carlos Hyde. And, uh, I mean, Brian Hoare is not, he's not getting the credit he deserves. He looked pretty good against the Rams last Thursday. That was a very high-scoring game. Yeah, I, I got to agree with uh, Billy there. The 49ers, they also they got some really good young guys there on their defense as well. They got the young kid out of Stanford there. And then as well, they, they came and um, they got one of the later picks in the first round coming in uh, with, uh, with the young kid out of Alabama as well. Um, they just got some really good young guys out there on defense. I think they're going in the right direction. Um, I don't like how they don't really have – a huge playmaker on offense out there in San Francisco. I mean, they have Hyde, who's obviously a good, pretty good ball carrier. Uh, I don't think he gives away that often. Uh, he just doesn't ever really break away for any of those big, big time carries. I don't think he's really had any carries over 20 yards a season. It is. Uh, uh, I think it's notable to talk about uh, Pierre Garcon. He had a pretty good week last week as well. Pretty good receiver coming out of there. Definitely their number one go-to guy for uh, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, definitely could agree with that. So. Uh, so we got Arizona at minus six. Steven, 6.5. Who are you taking? Um, yeah, I'm going to take, uh, take the upset there. I like San Francisco. Um, if not winning the game, coming in within those six points, definitely, with the, with the rest and preparation coming into the game. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, divisional game. I think I'm going to go with the uh, upset there. With the yeah, I'm, defi- I'm definitely going to have to go with San Francisco. I think they'll be able to cover that. The uh, next game we have is also another AFC West matchup. We got the Raiders, who got just absolutely hammered on against uh, Washington on Sunday night football at Denver, who was red hot until they went into Buffalo and kind of got smacked around a little bit by that defense. Jake, what's your input on that game? Denver's at minus three. You know, my fellow Olympia Titan, uh, Trevor Simeon, he's looked pretty solid so far. Um, obviously, against Buffalo wasn't what he's looking for there. Uh, I think he's really coming into um, focus with those receivers there that Manning got along with well, Demarius Thomas, as well as Emmanuel Sanders. Obviously, Steven can speak to Sanders' uh, his career. He's had a pretty storied career there. Not some bad weapons there. Obviously, C.J. Anderson has gotten a little um, above production there. I don't mind. Um, I mean, obviously, you got – I mean, on defense, they got some monsters there. They got – Leave and Miller, uh, definitely some playmakers there. Definitely some, definitely some play on the sides of the ball that I'm looking forward to. Obviously, you don't like to see the the Buffalo upset there, but I think I'm liking Denver here. But then again, Oakland did look, has looked pretty good, except for obviously last week. I, I don't know. This is this is tough one. I'm gonna need a second to decide here, Stephen. What's your what's yeah, your I, take? I uh, I definitely think Oakland's one of those weird teams this year so far. Um, probably top five in the league in talent. Um, but I don't think they cover this. I'm going to put all my money down here on Denver, minus three. Um, I think they cover that with ease this week. Oakland hasn't had their running game, and if they did, they wouldn't pick it up against Denver, um, probably the best defense in the league right now. All they got to do is set Simeon up for a semi-success here, and I think he's good enough to pull through. Um, I don't think Oakland finds it this week. That offense has struggled a little bit. Amari Cooper, I believe he's top five in the league in drops right now. Um, they, they, he's not looking too good right now. And um, Derek Carr has been uh, adequate at best. Yeah, I I, um, I agree. Amari Cooper's been silent this year. So it's kind of been like the Michael Crabtree show, I suppose. Um, I'm also going Denver here. I like C.J. Anderson. He's been off to a good start this season. I like those two receivers. 
like Trevor Simeon, he's been slinging the ball recently. I think Denver's going to cover it with ease as well. I'm putting all my money yeah. down on Denver. I'm alluding to the fact that you guys are making here. I'm, I'm, I just pulled up a stat here that the uh, Broncos are actually uh, have a win percentage of 650 at home since uh, since 2007, which is pretty high in the National Football League. If you can pull that right. Yeah, Mile High Stadium is definitely a tough uh, yeah. tough test for any team that goes in there. That's for sure. And then uh, transitioning into uh, our last matchup, we got the Indianapolis Colts at Seattle on Sunday night football. Probably one of the toughest stadiums to play in. Seattle's favored by 13. Steve, what do you like in there, man? Yeah, I think it's uh, obvious Seattle is not the same Seattle we've seen over the past couple of years. Um, however, I don't think they're going to have a tough matchup this week in Indianapolis. Um, I do like the way Jacoby Brissett's been playing. Yeah. I think I think they actually um, I think they actually got advantage over there um, against or with New England um, on that trade there. One of the few trades New England I don't think won over the past couple of years. But uh, uh, I'm curious to see how he plays versus Seattle defense. A little bit more pressure on him. Um, I I think they can come within these 13 points for sure. Seattle is another team that struggled to score. Um, so yeah, I think I'll take um, Indianapolis with the plus thirteen. Yeah, I got it. I got I, I kind of I like what Steve's saying there. Um, Legion of Boom just isn't what they used to be. I don't think. Um, also, Wilson's not throwing the ball for. I mean, he he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, I think he's a little better ball. They they really don't run any deep threat routes, and Indy is a team that even if you don't run those routes, you're still going to complete passes. They have a really weak secondary, really weak defense. And then on offense, they, they got T.Y. Hilton and they got um, Frank Gore, you know, kind of some guys that are maybe a little passive prime. And then you got to rely on Brissett. Brissett did run for two touchdowns last week, which is which was kind of not something I would expect a Colts quarterback to do. I mean, Manning probably ran for two quarterbacks in the two decades he was a quarterback. But, um, I think uh, I think Brissett's someone to look out for here um, in the near future, especially as a better. Yeah. Because um, the more Indianapolis keeps losing, the longer they're going to sit out Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, go ahead and pay attention to Brissett here, um, as he will influence future bets for you. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the edge about this. You know, T.Y. Hilton had a great game last week. That, that Indianapolis offensive line has always been one to struggle, it seems like. And Andrew Luck's always hurt from getting hit so many times. Um, Seattle, you know, Russell Wilson seems to be the only thing that keeps that team chugging, constantly using his feet to keep drives going. Uh, they kind of have a weird running back running back situation right now. Uh, I think Chris Carson's going to be their guy. Is that correct, Steven? Is Chris Carson their starting guy? Or are they just split um, in between? Like he uh, he is probably taking about sixty five percent of the carries there. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just a weird situation. But Lacey, you know, Lacey's been absent for sure. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys, what's your guys' take on Lacey? Like, was that a good investment in your in your part in Seattle? You think that? Um, I think it was more of a low risk. High reward, think, um, yeah. but they didn't get the high reward, so there's yeah. no risk there. Um, he came in with the uh, weight management contract. Um, hasn't seen much carries, not much production out of him. Um, might be one of the uh, one of the more one of the higher. Yeah, I definitely yeah. understand what you're saying there. Um, yeah, I, I got I, I see what you're saying there. Definitely, Steve, with that. I gotta think he's more of like. I think they're trying to get what they had with Sean Alexander maybe back in the day, if you can allude to that, in like the mid-2000s. Um, I just don't think it was there. Um, 
he did. Yeah, he um, he did. I thought that first game this season, um, when they were playing Green Bay, he might have something to prove uh, against Green Bay, but he didn't. Really, yeah, you know, Eddie Lacy is just another yeah. one of those uh, bruiser products of uh, Alabama. Um, yeah, beats himself up all throughout college. Comes in, he's heavy. He's a bruiser. Those guys haven't been lasting, yeah. especially as a running back in the NFL. Yeah, so in my opinion, I think 13 points is a lot to cover for Seattle. I think I'm going to take Indianapolis on this game, just on the plus 13. I'm going to go the other way with it. I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, Seattle plays in a lot of primetime games. Indy doesn't. Um, they're used to this. They're used to spotlight. Um, I think Indy cover. I think. Oh, sorry. I think Seattle covers. Russell Wilson's maybe got a little, little of the. Uh, prove he hasn't played well so far. I think this is a game he does it. I think he covers that spread. Sure. Personally, I'm going to stay away from this game. Um, personally, but uh, I think if I would bet on it, I, I'd take Indy um, right. as the underdog here. All right. So let's uh, let's transition into our, our our locks for the week. Our personal locks. Uh, Livingston, who's your lock for the week? Yeah. So I got the Bills plus eight um, coming off a pretty impressive win versus the Broncos. Now I know. Buffalo is always a trap place to play. Um, t- tough to win games in Buffalo. Who are the um, Bills got this week? Bills have Atlanta. Um, at Atlanta? At Atlanta. Okay. Um, one thing that points out to me, Atlanta's only winning margin is about seven points from the last three games they've played. Um, and I think Buffalo, I would not be surprised if Buffalo came out hot in this game. Um, with Atlanta playing catch-up towards the end. I think Atlanta gets the win, but Bills, Bills will come with, with an eight for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, have, how, how do you feel about that Atlanta defense? They've looked a little better than compared to last season. I mean, of course, they were a Super Bowl contending defense last season. But I feel like Claiborne, um, he's their, one of their D linemen there. He looks pretty good this year. As well as their secondary, looks it looked young last year. Not terrible, just young. And this year, I feel like it's a little more experienced, definitely a little bit more speed out there, maybe a little bit. Um, they, I mean, there's not too many receivers they need to cover there in the NFC uh, South. I guess they just have Mike Evans and maybe, I guess, Deshaun Jackson now. Kind of worried yeah, about for himself. me, it's, uh, it's tough to analyze um, defenses versus running quarterbacks just because we don't have so many of them in the NFL. And if we do, they transition into pocket passers. But Tyrod Taylor is still one of those um, rare commodities of a guy who likes to get a lot of the bulk of his yards with his feet. So it's going to be a tough test for Atlanta, I think. Um, even the Bills, who kind of broke out of a scoring slump um, last week against a really good defense, so we'll see. We'll see what they can do this week. Yeah. Like Another that thing play. that I think is worth noting uh, to help support your your pick here, Stephen, is uh, Atlanta pass rusher Vic Beasley did not participate in practice Wednesday or Thursday. You know, he's got a hamstring issue. That's a big issue. Could constantly flare up. So that's something to look out for there. Yeah, he's Jake, definitely, yeah. Jake, who do we got for your uh, record lock for this week, man? My lock of the week, um, it's going to be Cincinnati in their divisional matchup with the with the Browns there. Battle of the 0-3s. Yeah, battle of the 0-3s. Desperate gonna, teams. Somebody's going to get off the schneid. Desperate teams. Um, what I like about Cincy, uh, last week at Green Bay, um, they got the new OC in there um, and Laser. They were going to their playmakers. All right, they got... Their rookie Mixon involved. They hadn't done that at all this year. Finally got him in the game a little bit. And more importantly, they got 18 the ball. They got some green. They got they went to A.J. Green. They got him the ball. They got him 13 targets last season. Or I'm sorry, excuse me, last game. He hadn't gotten 13 targets 
the whole season up to that game. I, I like it. I think McCarron's getting the ball out of his hands. I think the O-line's getting him a little bit more time to get it to green. And honestly, Cleveland never had that lead last week against Indianapolis, who's a team to favor by lose by 13 points this week against a team that's not even really all that great in my opinion. Dalton, yeah, he, he got green the ball 13 times last season. I, I like the new coordinator, Laser. I think they got a lot to prove this week. All right. And uh, my my lock for the week, I got Washington and Kansas City. Kansas City at minus seven. Reason I'm liking this game, Chiefs are on that nine-game streak where they uh, ripped off a 50-plus yard play. They're a huge playmaker offense, big plays. Casey is uh, third in total offense this season. I understand that uh, Washington's, you know, their defense is looking really solid. They were able to stop the the Raiders last week, but I just feel like this Kansas City offense, man, there's something to something to watch out for. They got Kareem Hunt last game against San Diego, who's a number 13 in the NFL defense, which is uh, you know it's, it's pretty decent. Uh, Kareem Hunt was 17 carries for 172 yards. That's that's pretty amazing numbers, and he had a touchdown. Uh, I mean, Kareem Hunt's going to have a big game. I think he's always going to have a big game. I think they're just they just got to rely on those big plays. If they can get Alex Smith, if they can get the ball out of Alex Smith's hand, get him throwing it downfield, it should uh, Kansas City shouldn't have an issue covering that game, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, definitely like that. Um, yeah, Washington doesn't have the greatest front seven. I guess Kareem Hunt could definitely get some get some space there, maybe get open. Get some open uh, lanes there, and if not, once they get going with them, maybe a few play actions to Tyreek Hill wouldn't, wouldn't hurt either. Um, so you guys move into the uh, – to the. Uh, we got our upsets for the week. Upsets of the week. Yeah, so uh, Stephen, who do you got this week uh, for upsets going against the spread here? Yeah, I like, uh, I like Los Angeles Rams here. Um, they've put up 35 points per game the last three weeks. They're, uh, they're a team who can really um, – Hit you on all cylinders. They can run the ball. Um, Goff's looked actually pretty good this season so far. He can sling it. Um, he's got a couple guys you can throw it to over there as well. Um, and then of course Dallas. Same same scenario. Same scenario with the uh, with the Arizona San Francisco game. You got LA with 11 days of rest. Dallas only six as they played last Monday. Um, so I would not be surprised if LA kept up with Dallas here in the points. I don't I don't think they'll stop Dallas very much. Um, I think it's going to be a big day for Elliott, um, probably for Prescott as well, fantasy owners. But um, I would not be surprised if this was a close game, just like uh, just like LA played last week. Yeah, you know a guy that I like for LA this year, uh, kind of flying under the radar, Sammy Watkins. He's 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 had a Sammy big, Watkins. He had a big game last week. Yeah, a big, big game. game. If he can uh, if he can just stay healthy, um, hopefully yeah. he'll reach that that uh, top pick potential. Yeah, yeah. That, that offense is looking solid. They got that man Todd Gurley, absolutely tore it up last week. Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup, you know they've got a good, good young team in there. Honestly, I think Aaron Donald's getting back to his form, uh, taking the offseason off due to contract holdout. I think he's kind of getting back into his form that he usually is. Aaron Donald, the Pittsburgh native. Yeah, Pittsburgh native Aaron Donald. He, he's, he's, in my opinion, he's right up there with uh, maybe just a step below Watt, but he's a solid D lineman. Um, Jake, who we got upsetting this week for you, man? My upset this week, I'm gonna go with the Detroit Lions. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them. I think they're gonna Lions pull it off, plus two. Hold off against the Vikings plus two. 
Um, in Minnesota. In Minnesota. They got that paid quarterback, Matt Stafford. He's rated in the top five QBR this year, and that's with playing the NFC champion Falcons, the Giants, and Arizona, who we know has some phenomenal corners out there, Peterson and the Honey Badger. Um, I, I like him this year. He's really looked good. I think he's found a new relationship with Golden Tate. And I even think Eric Ebron, he's really – Eric Ebron might be a good pickup for yeah, some tight end. Definitely uh, an wider, under, definitely wider under the radar tight end. Yeah, he's really found a relationship with those guys. Um, and then the Lions, uh, they also, on, on the other side of the ball, they have a really underrated secondary out there with, like, Glover Quinn, David Wilson, Darius Slay. I think those guys are some solid cover corners and safeties there. Um, obviously, Ansa. They got a good French seven, too. They can yeah. really stack the box. I was, yeah, Ansa, he's in a contract year this year. He's looking good. Hello, Nada, Keem Spence, they're all solid. Overall, above average defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little underrated on the other side of the ball. So you're taking I'm we taking got Detroit. We got plus Detroit two. plus two in Minnesota. Yeah, I like them. Steven, you had LA. Yes, plus six. LA plus six. Are they home or away? Um, they're at Dallas, I believe. At that Dallas. Is a, uh, I believe that is our uh, night game, isn't it? Or is it? No, that's the Seattle game's night. I think they're a four thirty game. Okay, and uh, transitioning into my upset, I got the. They have the Eagles at plus two. In L.A. against the Chargers. Looking at this, Philly, I like Carson Wentz. He's been pretty solid this year. He's able to use his feet to keep plays alive. Very comfortable moving outside of the pocket. Philly's uh, ninth-ranked offense, which is pretty, which is obviously above-average offense, and they got the 13th-ranked defense allowing 322 yards a game. Uh, once again, I just I'm heavy on Carson Wentz here. Uh, I really like him. I think he's he's definitely not having that sophomore slump. He's he's gonna prove yeah. himself. No, Winters look really good. I I think he's definitely I think he's in top five. I don't know, he take us with a grain of salt, but I think he's top five fantasy quarterback this year. Um he's looked really solid. Uh, I think he's found a relationship there with Aglor as well as the uh the newcomer, uh, Alshon Jeffries. Yeah. I think he's found a really good relationship there. And also, I think LeGarrette Blunt has um, – a lot of people were saying they didn't know how good he'd be playing this year because he got paid. They thought he might take a year off. I think he's actually performed pretty well. I think he's actually looked solid, you know, not like anything he's special. Gonna a, he's going to have a bigger role too since they just lost Darren Sproles. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Broken arm and a leg on a yeah. one play. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a Broken arm and torn ACL on one play in a matter of like yeah, that, five seconds. That that's, might be a that's, career ender. Yeah, that play cost him an arm and a leg. I'm not – Say, but uh, definitely uh, oh, wish that man the best. Um, definitely a solid player there. Um, caused a lot of defenses havoc in the return game and in the backfield. Um, but yeah, I, I do like that pick. Uh, you know that man, um, Philip Rivers. Don't sleep on him though. He can definitely still sling the ball. Um, he's got some playmakers there too. Um, but yeah, I like the Eagles, especially since they're only giving two points. Yeah, uh, two points away there. piggybacking off of Garrett Blunt. This season, he's got 26 carries for 113 yards. He's got a couple. He's got a touchdown on the board. So that's definitely their goal line guy to go to. Yeah. If they get down there inside five, that's it's a good guy to pound it in the end zone with. Definitely. Yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. He's back. Um, kind of strange because he's an Oregon guy. They bring him in right after they get rid of Chip Kelly. Uh, not right after, but um, they had Chip Kelly and then they bring him in now. I think he would have gone well with the Chip Kelly system, but. Yeah. Definitely All right, solid player there. And finally, transitioning into our stay away games, Stephen, 
What game are you staying away from, man? I am going to stay away from Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Pittsburgh favorited three points. Going against um, your team, man. I know, going Jeez. against the grit. But uh, Pittsburgh, they've broken my heart and my bank account three times this year as they're one and two versus the spread. Um, but I think both of these teams here are ticking time bomb. Um, Pittsburgh's offense, for sure, um, have not been clicking on, they say, all cylinders. I don't think they've been clicking on any cylinders, honestly, except for uh, Ben to uh, Antonio Brown. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell is just uh, probably a missed tackle away from uh, breaking off to a big game. Um, then you have the, the Baltimore flop last week in London. Um, they, they get blown out by Jacksonville 44-7. to uh, Flacco gets benched first half. Um, so I think this game is really a coin flip. These these ones are always a coin flip, um, you know, just setting aside the circumstances. But given them, uh, it's, I'm, I'm just going to stay away from it. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, it's not very often you see a 2-0 team. Uh, talking about last week, not very often you see a 2-0 team in Pitts, or, uh, Baltimore coming to a game and then bench their quarterback there, especially Flacco, a Super Bowl uh, winning quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they don't really have any playmakers there in Baltimore either. Um, just nothing sticks out to you in this game. These games are always close, as you can probably allude to, Steve. Yeah. They're not like anything. They're not going to be like it's not going to be a forty-two forty shootout or anything like that. It's that it's divisional gonna... rivalry. Yeah, it's yeah. probably going to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's just too hard to tell. Le'Veon Bell has been quiet this season, but like Steven said, he's so close to ripping one off. I just a little rust needs to shake the rust yeah, I think off. About another two weeks until you see that uh, last season form start kicking in. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh does this sometimes, and they'll uh, they'll put together last yeah. seven, eight games. You'll start to see this offense really ramp. No reason to think that Pittsburgh's not a playoff team or anything. Like yeah, that. absolutely. Um, but this game does have big implications as both teams are two for and one. For sure. Yeah. The uh, you know Definitely. big thing that would make me stay away from this game is uh, Pittsburgh losing last week at Chicago. Um, Chicago just absolutely tore them apart on the run game. Like Steven mentioned earlier, uh, Mike Glennon, didn't, he was only completing passes that were dump-offs to running backs. Uh, is there any status on T.J. Watt? We know um, if he's going to be playing. He's, uh, he's, he was held out of practice at the beginning. Not sure what his status was this week um, towards the end. Um, same with Tuit on that front line. But uh, another thing for Baltimore, they have um, – Ooh, we got Brent Urban and the big man Brandon Williams on that D, D front. So if both of those guys are unable to go this week, uh, could be a big day for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, just watching that game last week against the Bears, I think it's it, w- it was pretty apparent to me that T.J. Watt's proven to be a pretty pivotal role in that front seven. Yeah. Uh, but I'm liking, I mean, I'm liking Pittsburgh in the game. I think I don't know about that spread though. I mean, that's why it's your stay away though. Yeah, Jake, who you got as your uh, stay away this week? My stay away is New Orleans versus Miami. They're out there in London. It, it's not even because of the two teams. Nothing to do with these two teams. I think they got some things going for them. They are both on the offensive side of the ball. It's just that these London games are too tricky to pick. Uh, the last three London games have actually gone against the spread. Uh, New Orleans is favored by three there over in London. Uh, this does have a shootout potential here. I believe, obviously, we all know how well Breeze can throw the ball. Um, I, I personally, I think Jay Cutler is one of the uh, lower end quarterbacks in the league, but obviously, Breeze can throw the ball. They got a Jai there in Miami. Uh, Willie Sneed's coming back from New Orleans this week, too. 
Um, he is questionable. I do think they're planning on having him out there on the field. Uh, Michael Thomas has looked pretty solid as well. Um, but I just think it. I think it's going to be one of those shootout games. Those London games are hard to pick. Both those teams are going to be a little jet lagged, um, and they might be on. I think this game's going to come down to relying on somebody's foot. I think it's going to be one of those games where you're you're watching it, you're waking up, it's going to be ending there around noon, and you're going to see you know one of the kickers trot out to try to win this game. I don't think it's. I don't think you want your your money relying on somebody's foot. It's it's a it's a it's a three point favorite. So in my opinion, they got they got the line picked well here in Vegas. Stay away. We're gonna stay away. We're gonna. Stay away. All right, and uh, transitioning into my uh, stay away, wrapping it up here. I got the. I'm staying away from the New York Giants at the Bucks. Bucks favored by three. Uh, Giants are desperate, man. So desperate. Oh, and three. Eli Manning looks like he's hot garbage. Um, we got both defenses that are beat up a little bit. Uh, Jared Jared McCoy is uh, battling an ankle injury, and uh, I'm not really liking that at all. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just staying away from stay that one. Away. Stay away. This is dangerous. Not feeling confident with that. Um, what's the spread there in that one, Bill? Uh, we got the Bucks favored by three. All of the stay away three. games we picked, uh, three pointers. I believe the uh, – yeah, we had Baltimore or Pitt favored by three, yeah. New Orleans favored by three, and the Bucks favored. You know, by yeah, three. I th- I think this game, I think this is going to be one of the games. Um, I don't know. I they, I think they're going to put Hargraves on ODBJ. I think ODBJ is going to really make a name for himself in this game. If I'm not mistaken, I believe our three point favorites are actually have a 37 percent win percentage. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. That's pretty definitely, definitely something to focus on there is the win percentage. That's why we stay away from that, man. Yeah. I'm just not liking that. Um, you know, last week was definitely a weird week in the NFL. How are you guys feeling about this week? I mean, there's a few games that are questionable. But uh, overall, what's your final impressions on this uh, week four action? Uh, Betting-wise, probably put down on a couple games. I think we got a lot of even matchups this week. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of good football this week. And uh, can't wait for that uh, that Monday night shootout versus uh, Kansas City-Washington. I don't know. I got a weird feeling about this week. I got a a feeling that we're going to see some games go one or another way that we're just not expected to. A couple blowouts? Not a couple blowouts. It's just that, you know, last week – Waking up to that waking up. Baltimore getting blown out by Jacksonville. That's how you yeah. that's how you know it's Something gonna like be. That. Or like going to last week, we weren't expecting the rookie Deshaun Watson to play hang in there with yeah. Tom Brady. And you never know. Cam might come out and just he might have found what Deshaun found and come out and just mm-hmm. have control of that game all week. I don't know. We might see something this week that we're just not yeah, used to seeing. Might there's definitely a lot of potential this week yeah. in the games. Uh I think it'll be pretty interesting. But uh, with that being said, these are your uh, sport profits. Uh, Billy Narrett. I'm Stephen Livingston. I'm Jay Rick, Jake Rickard. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll be back next week for that week five action. <laughs>